0: The yeshiva.net.
1: What was the summation of Perek Aleph? That the um, Void of Tefillah is connected to the of Carbonus. And the Void of Carbonus was where you had a fire that came down, and by his there was a fire that descended from above, which looked like a lion, and it would consume all of the sacrifices that were offered, burnt, on the mezbeach, on the altar. That was begashmiz, physically. What is this concept in Avodas halev? In each person. Lim divre'i This is the concept that everybody has a mezbeach, which is the lev, not only one mezbeach, but two mezbeches, because there's two dimensions to the heart. And everybody has a fire. Everybody has a fire which is not their own making. It's a fire that's heavenly, meaning it's a fire that was imbued in the Jew due to the very fact that he or she is Jewish. Every every person has a fire in them. Fire here is a parable for a powerful passion, feeling, experience of love and connection. But, one has to arouse the fire, one has to be at Megala, one needs to bring it out, actualize it. It may be plugged, may be concealed, may be blocked, may be repressed, may be buried. It may look like uh, like a coal, it looks like it's extinguished, but really inside is a fire. You have to fan the flame, reveal the flame. And that's the only way, Hashem Eish Oichla, that's the only, what does, what does it eat up? It eats up all the other fires. The only Judaism, the only Yiddish guy that can eat up all other fires, all other addictions or passions is a fiery relationship. Hashem eish The fire has to burn. Only such an eish could be oichlah. If it's not eish, it won't be oichlah. That eish will be, what is it oichlah? Is? It's oichlah eish. And this fire, he says, is the fire which is the main role of davening. the just like by the Karbonis. You had to put the flesh of the animal on top of the mizbeach, and it got consumed in that fire. And that's the fire a Jew tries to get in touch with every single morning, every single day by davening, which is the d'mus aryeh, ka'aryeh yishak, akharih ha'shem Hashem alekechem yelechu, ka'aryeh yishak, that's the d'mus aryeh, where fire looks like an aryeh, because it creates the roar of a lion, the passion the passion and the ava, the intense relationship of a lion. And with this was explained, he explained about Tanya. he explained the isser to eat before Davani, because eating has to come from always from a place where the human being stands above the food, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. As long as the person himself or herself did not find their own ruchnias, all I see myself is as physical, Mechanical. I don't find within myself the divine fire. I'm not in a position where the food belongs to be consumed by me. What's that? Why could the food be consumed by me? He says, You're not, Why should it be consumed by you? Why does it deserve to be swallowed up in my metzias? Elamai after davening, the person found the esh the esh within themselves, the carbon tamid, which was burnt on the Mizbayach, then the person is in a position where he is capable of eating and fakert, elevating the maichel, then the maichel wants to wants to be consumed by the person wants to be eaten by the person and that's the concept he says, that just like the mezbeach burnt soilus l'menochis the grain of Menachah's bread, which represents Parnosa, the da of Tfil this age burns up the daiga sa It's not Parnosa itself. Parnosa itself is Yigia kapechaki soichal ashrechavetoivlach. An enemy Yigia kapech is a geval de However, it means the Daigah, the, the, the stress, the daiga sa it's a passion. People need a passion. So here you also see the Rechagavan into the Santa Vart. That people are stressed over Parnasa, not just because they want to be because they don't have a choice, because this is their passion in life. A human being needs passion. What's going to be your passion? That depends. When we're stressed about something, even if we say we're overwhelmed, but in an indirect way, it also gives us satisfaction because we're living for something. You're consumed with something, it keeps you busy, it keeps you alive. It may become too much and it may be overwhelming, but it's a passion. Daige is also a passion. I'm stressed out. I'm very passionate about it. Elamai, the passion may be misplaced. Passion may be misdirected. The passion may be fed by wrong information. Every passion is fed by something. A passion is a fire. Fire needs fuel. Fire (coughs) needs oxygen. The fire has to burn something up. Spiritually speaking, passion needs information. Information... Passion without information dies. It's like a fire without oil, without kerosene, without logs, without oxygen. Every passion, even though we think the passion is fiery, there's no such a thing. There's somebody feeding the fire. That's the big chlal. And you always have to look, what's feeding this fire? There's certain information, certain paradigms feeding the passion. It's always that way. It's just not always easy to see. In a fire, we understand that. The fire is not in sitting, it's living in a vacuum. There's something feeding the fire constantly. And if you take that away, even for a few moments, said the Pesach, the fire is over. So that's what he says, when a person can find the passion of Hashem kecha Eish Oichlo, so the passion that is given to us by stress, which is a form of passion, is consumed in the Hashem kecha Eish Oichlo, it doesn't have to exist and take over our life.
0: Based on what you're saying now, with this explanation, you, we can refine uh, the very, very nice answer you gave yesterday about Parnasset, The Daiga Parnasset doesn't go away. It's so really based on what you're saying now. You could say that the full chaf is that once we develop a real passion during tefillah, the passion of Parnassad goes away because it was a right. passion almost shalolish. It was a passion right. for the sake of passion.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, very well. The Daigus HaParnassah is a passion in life. And people need passion. And it's, it, it, it's a very powerful passion. And, and it's, it's a powerful passion also because in many ways it seems like a legitimate passion. I'm not passionate about some destructive substance. I'm passionate about making a living. I want to support my wife and children if I can't. But the stress of it has nothing to do with supporting your wife and kids. It's a mitzvah to support your wife and children, it's a big mitzvah. But being a stressed out human being who's overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and angry and upset and frustrated and annoyed and all the good adjectives, that doesn't help support your wife and kids. See people are passionately negative. You're passionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so passionate. It looks like this is the
0: sibbet
1: It's the people, it looks like, you. Yeah. If a person thinks the more stressed he is, the more money he makes. Base. Yeah. Vihini we now come to step two. Khazal tell us Comes the Gemara says the I think that even though there was an age that came down, so who needs anything else? There's a beautiful fire, of God's fire. We say it every morning, those who say in the Karbonus, <coughs> the Mitzvah, the parsha of Trumas Adashen, from the beginning of Parashat Tzav, right? It's not only a in heaven, heaven brings down a fire. There's a mitzvah on the headyat, meaning on the human being. On the human being, on the, <coughs> being, on the Kayanim to create a fire molmata. What's the Havon? fire. So the baltani puts in here a few words. That's his uh his addition. His innocent addition. This creates a hachanah, an openness, a preparation, that through the age that comes from the head there'll be an Eish meaning, the Eish is always much deeper than the age that they can create. You can't compare this fire to that fire. But if you want to be able to experience that fire, you have to first create your own fire.
0: Yes. that mean it's an interactive
1: universe? Yes, way? yes. Interactively and di- interactive and dynamic. What is this in Avoide now? Till now we explained the Aisha al because we established that the fire that exists is a gift. In other words, it's embedded. I'm born with it. It's not something I have to create, which is a very beautiful concept. You don't have to create your love. You don't have to create your purity. You don't have to create your holiness. You don't have to create your connection. You need to reveal it, which is a yisoid Gadol. But now we come to step two. Before that is another ash And that's the Aish of Mitzvah lahavim in now here we're going to see the diuk, the chazal, the medayik mitzvah of him in a headyet. What does a headyet mean? A headyet literally means like a peasant. The gemara says al tahi birchas headyet kalabeinach. They say a yid came to the rokach shaver going for a bracha. He didn't like giving brachas, so he said the chibush kind of brachas gatesim koyin the arsameach uh, gatesim koyin the meisimch he was a koyin. So he says rebbech vashteinished the gemara zotach al afil al tahi birchas headyet kalabeinach. A headyat, a peasant gives you a bracha, don't dismiss it. That's even a headyat. Kol shekei v'kal v'choymeh. The Rebbe, the Saratoile, the Rokachovah gone. Kol shekei. So Rokachovah says, <laughs> Vostav, ich dir geben a bracha mit a kal geben zich a bracha on a What do I have to give you a bracha with a kal with our alumnus? Why don't you give yourself a bracha without a kal <laughs> That was his, he was very sharp. He was a headyat. <laughs> Give yourself a bracha without a kalvachimer. <laughs> what do you need me with a uh, Do it yourself. Let it be a hediyot. So, <coughs> literally, hediyot means a simpleton. Right? We'll say, ma'isa uh, <coughs> Here, hediyot doesn't mean a peasant. It's the koyanim in the Beis HaMikdash. It means relative to heaven. Huh? The ordinate mitzvah lo'havi It's a mitzvah that the person should create a fire. I, Hashem, created a fire. You're Right? Mitzvah Lavi min The Balatanya is going to teach, Mitzvah Lavi min Hedit doesn't only mean that person has to create a fire. Mitzvah Lavi min Hedit means you have to create a fire from Hedit. From those parts of your life that are simple. From those parts of your life that are lowly. From those parts of your life that are brute, that are coarse. Mitzvah Lavi mina Hedit. From Hediotus. And that's going to be a whole different Vart. As a Hachana to the Eish now, the whole side of this mimer is that everything that happened in the Havad in the is mirrored and reflected in the human experience. So he says, So he says, <coughs> We say this every morning. Every mime is not khashir of If you collect all the mime, it's not. We say this every morning, but as usual, you know, you gloss it over. They sing sweet melodies to Hashem. Now we start a series of adjectives. Why were these chosen? Okay? Oysa chadashus, not fake news. The emes dinayus. Oysa chadashus, emach okay, fights master of wars. Zoreyat zda'kayis, matzmiach Yeshuas. How do we tag that? He sows righteousness, right, and generates or produces salvations. Okay. How how does that help anybody? Zoyreyat Zdokkos, Matsmir Chishuas, Baidu de Fuas, Narasil Zaynon de Fluas. That Chazal said, okay, let's put in a, another adjective here. That Ein Hakemel Chomis, Vu, Vos, Ven. I mean, from all the words, like, is there a rhyme here, reason, synchronization. So here you're going to focus on these four four words. Zoyreyat Zdokkos, Matsmir Chishuas. What's that? Zoyreyat Zdokkos, Matsmir Chishuas? To understand all this, we have to have the Son of Pasuk in Shehashirim. The Pasuk says in Shehashirim, the Song of Songs, Perik Beis, Pasuk Vav. The Kala speaks, Shehashirim is of course the parable of the Anila Doidi Vidoidi Li, the two people, the young man and the young woman, who really take a liking to each other. So she says, His left arm is under my head and his right arm embraces me. It's almost like I melt in his bosom because he supports me. He supports me under my head with his left arm. So he tights his the concept of means his right arm embraces me. This is a Moshe. Right represents, the Gemara says in Saita, Yemin Mekarevas Midas ha-chesed. Chesed, it says in Zoya, Chesed roi Yemin. The right arm represents Chesed, the left arm represents Gvura. So Yeminit means there's such a explosion, there's such a flow of love, there's such a Chesed, Yemin, such a Yemin that all Nitzutzis are embraced, all Neshamas Yisrael are embraced, and they, they they they're pulled in, they're drawn into this relationship to be completely one, just like a hug. What's the uniqueness of a hug? There's many ways of expressing love. I could look at you. I could speak to you, I could write to you, I can kiss you, I can listen to you. And we all know these are deep ways of expressing, communicating, and experiencing love. Listening, communication. You tell somebody, I love you, that's communication. There's a kiss, is even deeper. But there's something called chibuk. What's the uniqueness of chibuk? Chibuk is a physical gesture, very physical. His lashan is. <speaking in Hebrew> When I hug you, especially if it's a good teddy bear hug, the I talk to you, you say, bye-bye. Sometimes I can give you love, you can give me, but I'm not capable of receiving love. And that's a painful reality. Some people are not capable of receiving love, especially if they were hurt, they don't even know what it means, and therefore they interpret it always in a different way. So I may be actually expressing love to you, but you're not in a state where you can hear it where you can sense it, where you can experience it. You know what I'm talking about? And this is a very, very deep reality, because you'll have sometimes relationships where somebody's giving a lot of love, but the other person can never hear it. Because the only language they know is the language of... Whatever, I didn't want to use the word abuse again, but the language of abuse, or maybe just a very different language. They don't know that language. Huh? Or cynicism, which is also that concept. Huh? Neglect, cynicism, abuse, trauma. Should we go through everything now? (laughs) For this, for that, for that. But the point is, you're giving it to me. I don't have the eyes, I don't have the ears, I don't have the ability to be able to receive it. The kelem are broken, yeah. You're pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring the most (coughs) delicious wine in the world. Or we'll soon see water in the row. But the kelem are broken. I said the Mkippur from the Sar Shalom of bells, the bells Rebbe, the Sar Shalom, the first bells Rebbe said, we say to kipper many times, I stand before you like a vessel filled with shame. So everybody touches it. I'm basically filled with shame. He says, one second. For a keli to be filled with anything, it can't be broken. If a keli is broken, everything falls right out. So, for to have a keli mali busha, the keli has to be wholesome. So he says, "Yes, the keli is mali busha, but the keli is a very wholesome keli that contains the busha, and the keli is never broken. If the keli is broken, it goes straight through. So, if I don't have those kelim, the becomes gabbin on gabbin on gabbin on gabbin." So it garnished halffin. So there's a hole that goes through. A yid once told me an interesting word. It was Purim, 1966. Tavshel Chavov. The Lubavitcher Rebbe was for bringing Purim. At the end, he said Purim stayed in Kola poishit yad noistem loy. Literally, he means in stock. Whoever stretches out his hand gives. So he gave a scream. Kola poishit yad noistem So everybody came up to get uh, to get a and he gave to everybody. He finished the, the, the wine, or the, the mashka finished, so he went upstairs, to it, was, it was the middle of the night, like three in the morning, and he went to his room, he came out to go home, and they brought more, so he continued to give, he went to his car, and more people came, Crown Heights then, there was a lot of big oilum, it was before the mass exodus, to uh, different neighborhoods, he had also a lot of Rebbe's there, the Babavir there was a school, there were a few, the Boston, the Babavir of Hutna, had a koilo there, so a lot of people came, was put him, so people came, so he was by the car, and thousands of people come and he stood there a long time giving out l'chaim to everybody. So somebody told me, my uncle told me, he said he was there, a, a yid came by, a bacher, a yeshiva bacher. And the Rebbe took a look at him and he says, <laughs> I think you received already. He was from the first ones who received in Shul. He says, in my cup." Those were his words. I had a loch, a hole in my cup. So the Rebbe said, "Ada in cup. <laughs> if you have a loch in your cup, in your, what's going to help? i give you a second time. I'll pour out again. He says, I acquired a new cup. I acquired a new cup. In the interim, I acqui- he says, <laughs> You have a new cup, I'll give you. So of course, cup was used in a double meaning as cup and cup. So if you have a loch in the cup, I could pour and pour and pour. Not all night. I could pour for 40, 50 years. It's with garnished health. It's all going to go out. So you could receive, you could give, but nothing is received. Not only it's not received, the person could mean love, and yet his words are misconstrued as abuse. And that's the most painful. Or her words are misconstrued as abuse. I'm giving you love, but not only can't you hear it, you see in everything something else. So spiritually, what's chibuk? Chibuk means that even if you want to leave, I don't let you leave. When I hug you physically, when I kiss you, you could leave. When I talk to you, you could certainly leave. When I look at you, you could look away. When I listen to you, you could stop speaking, or the other way around. But chibuk represents, when I'm holding you like this, you can't escape my grip. So physically, it's not always Geshmak. It's like, Tati, leave me alone. <laughs> Tati, leave me alone. <laughs> Enough. Right? But spiritually, what does it mean? It represents an Ava that is absolutely no conditions. It's not, nothing can stop, can interrupt this flow of energy. And even in a situation with the person <coughs> himself is not ready for it, he's not equipped for it, and therefore he can't experience it emotionally speaking. The idea of Chibuk is that I'm going to affect you in a way that you're going to remain in this grip of love that's inseparable. So when it says, techapkeni, what's Pshat, that it's a type of Yemin Mikarevis that brings the soul so close, Sh'loy there's a type of relationship that's inseparable. That's what the khibb represents. We're not just connected, we're connected in an inseparable way. There's no pirut. But the introduction for yamine ta comes first with smolay tachas his left arm is under my head. The Gemara says in small With the right hand you bring with the right hand you bring close, the right arm you bring close and the left you reject. So that's Pshat Tachas Liloishi. There's the concept of Doj Pirush, Doicho adam. There's an element of smile which humbles the person, which pushes away this person. What does this mean? And this is the intro to Yaminithapkane. Kashyyosimaliboi Yamikdaito Mahshaftai. For this, the person needs to be able to humble themselves. In order to be able, now this is very profound, emotionally profound, to be able to experience real love, it takes a lot of vulnerability. In some ways, it's easier to give love than to receive love. Because when you're giving love, when you're receiving love, it's very vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable state. Think about yourself. Did you ever feel and experience love? Did you ever feel and experience unconditional love? Do you know what it's like? Do you know what it's like? It's nice to say, I love, I love, I love, I feel love. Really. You say, Do we even know? Do I know? Do you know what the experience is like? What does it feel like to be truly, truly loved? And do you allow yourself to feel it? Remember, when you allow yourself to feel it, it's very vulnerable because you allow yourself to be hurt. If I allow myself to feel love, I can also allow myself to be betrayed if it doesn't work out. If I don't allow myself to be loved, I can't be hurt. I'm like this. You ever see how Jews sit by lectures? They sit like this. What's this all about? This is a bulletproof vest, basically. Remember, whatever you say stops here. Nothing gets closer. If I like it, I'll take a trickle in and also just to repeat to other people. Not for myself. But what's the the concept emotionally is, if I don't allow myself to be loved, I'm <coughs> never going to get hurt. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. I don't trust the world. The world doesn't trust me. It stops here. So v'yeminoi is not a posheta thing. God can embrace you, but for you to be able to be part of that experience, you need Smile which is very, very vulnerable experience. And the vulnerability is, I have to get rid of all the toxicity. I have to first be doicha, everything that's distancing me from the relationship. Without without small doichah, there will never be the experience of Yemini Tachar He could love me from Hein Bezmargen, but my experience, I will not be part of that embrace. The embrace means that I feel that we're inseparable. I feel that you're hugging me and we, you, you're not letting me go. In other words, there's nothing in the world that's going to make you let me go. I'm feeling it. The only way you could feel that is if you have smoletachas What What's smoletachas l'reishi? The begin of small doich. What is this? And avoid this Hashem. For this, the person has to realize all the things that are disturbing the relationship. All the things that distance me from truth. All those things, these are poisonous, venomous things in me that are toxic, that keep me away from the relationship. The richok that I have. And because of that, I'm shooting myself. Let's take in a human relationship. To be able to really experience love, I have to look at all those voices in me that tell me you can't trust, you can't love, you can't experience love, it's too dangerous. Don't be vulnerable. You're going to get hurt. Stay away. Better policy not to trust. He's Anybody? Not, huh? He's
0: not saying that the problem is that you may feel you're not worthy of the law because
1: look at me what, what a client of men Shine. look how far I've fallen away. That's not his nekudah. No, no. The Nikudah Fakert is to remove the Richuk. The Richuk that disturbs the The Yemino Yitich Apkeini. Now he's going to get to your point. Don't think, now here comes as our line, but you'll see why he said this line, because this is basically what so many people feel. Never think, tachas means God is rejecting you. Huh? First, it's about guilt of how much God hates you. Smole of Hashem says, out. That doesn't exist. There's no outcast who he says, get out of my life. That doesn't exist. Rather, it's referring to the person himself. I have to realize how I am rejecting myself from God. That's very different than God rejecting me. It's a whole different experience. Never think that the rejection is coming because Hashem doesn't like you. So therefore you feel guilt and dread because of how bad you are. No, all Midas smile and Avodas Hashem is never Hashem rejecting you. It's you rejecting those parts that never allow you to feel close. In other words, you're invested in living with distance. And when you're invested, in, just like in human relationships, some people they build up stories that maintain the distance. I try to hug you, and you'll never allow yourself. You could see how different people allow themselves to be hugged, right? (laughs) One of the things that people do is when they hug people, you hug, and you right away start uh, azay. You start like this. What is that about? That's about removing the vulnerability of it. Like you're a good guy. You're a good guy. I'll take care of you. You're a good guy. You're not such a bad guy. That's not what a hug is. That's uh, patronizing. A real hug is you allow yourself and the other to melt into each other's arms without any. You don't have to start patting his back that he's a good guy. It's just it's just a chibok. There's nothing else. You'll see people hugging right away. A second later, Boom, claps tovus to Huh? It's the yeah. It's, it's 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 the awkward the awkwardness of a silent embrace <coughs> is too uh, scary. <laughs> so we start. I the clapping. Huh? The
0: hearts
1: are too noisy. Yes, yeah. you said the sama chov Yeah, yeah, sama chov Yeah, yeah. Think Think yeah, yeah, sukkah. Yeah, we'll soon see. You mean it to chabkini? That sukkah. Smilatachas lereishi is is, is Rishoniyem kiper. That's the whole process, sir. Ah. Huh? It was the Arizal.
0: Yeah,
1: the Arizal. Yeah. But why didn't say why? But
0: slow low is very much. One
1: second. One second. Very good. Very good. So smile once I good kshayla. Smilat is him. Okay, so, so what the pshat is? The person is himself. What's that doicha himself? Not doicha himself that you're unworthy of a relationship. Doicha yourself that you're making yourself unworthy of the relationship. You're invested in this richuk, in this distance. This comes down <laughs> That's the Duk meaning I take smoiloi and I put it under my head. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking Smoiloi Midas Hasmoil. Which is the mid of small doicha. And I'm placing it tachas roshi. What's tachas,
0: I'm
1: attributing to myself, me tachas roshi. I'm applying it. I'm I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it down. What's tachas roshi? To get to the bottom of my head. What do I need to get to the bottom of my head? To get to the depth of my machshava. So in other words, that the person needs to confront Everything that's distancing him from his relationship with God. And this is a very vulnerable piece before the love. Because I can give you love for years and years. You will get nothing. Not only that, at the end of the day, you're going to see me as your enemy. As somebody once told me, I don't know why he hates me. I never did him a favor. I don't know what he has against me. Right? And this is a very painful reality. The person is incapable. Everything is misconstrued because they're just responding from their own story. Everything is convoluted. Everything is misinterpreted. They can't even hear what the other person is saying. There's so much pain there that what the person is saying is complete. It's either taken as an attack or judgment or carelessness or detachment, whatever it is. And what do you do for this? You can't start with love. There's too much toxicity. That's the word here. Now the word works. He's really but he's seeing. to He says everything is a mirror image. I'm standing in front of you, so your yamin is my smile. So you're giving yemin, and I see it as small doicha.
0: It's like a distorted front house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a tremendous distortion. I can't, I can't experience you. We spoke before Yom Kippur. We spoke a few about Elisha ben Avuya and Same thing. boy Nishalayim said Shuvah banam Shavah v'mchutz meyacher. He couldn't hear it. All he heard was chutz meylisha ben Avuya. Get out of my life. That's all he hears. So, but the Balatanya says, don't think smile means that he's doicha you. He's not doicha you. You got to be doicha yourself because you're not letting him be close to you. Because you're distancing yourself. You're feeding distance. You're putting kerosene into a fire that's feeding, like we spoke before about passion. And the same is true in relationships. What is going on that's creating this richok non-stop? That You can't even feel the avo. just you're not there. In Avodos Hashem it means that a person is experiencing richok. Now this could be very, very idle of things in a person's life. That does not allow him to experience the depth of the Yemenite Chabkeini between Hashem and himself. Because the love of God to the Jew is infinite and it's constant. But if there's a tremendous Richuk here, so I have to really break everything down and literally push myself off from the step I am on. Literally, the word Doicha. He says, Doicha atzmi mi madre atzmi be'einay metchila. We all have a comfort zone. Here's where you have the whole concept. A comfort zone means I'm on this step and I like it. Not I like it, it works. Do I have the courage to push myself off this cliff and it looks like I'm going to fall into the abyss, but really I'm going to fall into the arms of God. But for me it's the abyss because I'm getting pushed off my step. That's the, It's the unknown. Love is very, very scary for the one who doesn't know it. It's like you have to redefine your story. I matter? I'm valuable? Really? I lived 45 years with the idea that I'm nothing. And it worked. It worked. I made a couple of million dollars. I lost a couple of million dollars. I sold. I bought. I, this, it, this story worked. I'm aggressive when I have to be aggressive. To create a new story in your mind, it's not partial, you have to rewire You need a lot of brain elasticity. Did that work? Okay. Okay. Here we have the English professors. Now now they talk
0: about plasticity. 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 Plasticity Plasticity. 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 Plasticity means it's continuing to grow new cells. Elasticity means just... It's a a deeper, it's a deeper... It's growing new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable stuff! Unbelievable stuff! <laughs> but that's what it is. So I have to be—I have to have the courage to push myself off the madrega, man. This is where I was, and really challenge everything. Say, you know what? Maybe I'm eating poison. Maybe I'm feeding myself with poison. So
0: always
1: challenge the status quo. Always. That's smoyle tachas and it has to be tachas l'roshi. If I'm superficial, it's not going to happen. I have to go tachas l'roshi, untenin cup. And now I'm getting tif tif till you get to the bottom. That's what he says. Huh? Subconscious. That's that's, that's it's unbelievable. He says as in three lines, you have to go tachas l'roshi. What's tachas l'roshi? You got to go The hole is always on the bottom. Zayegit. <laughs> so you, you look on top. Oh, it's a nice nice coffee. I it's coming out every time. Eh, probably the environment is the, the environment. Global warming. Global warming is causing it to drip. Hurricane Harvey, whatever. Irma. But you have to be able to go to Unten, Unten, to see. And everything is relative. It's deeper and deeper. Valdover So now, as always, all spiritual experiences in Judaism are orchestrated in the system of the calendar. So the calendar has times. Even though it's a daily process, but the concept is given a certain time in the calendar. Razal, Kippur. If you follow the tefillahs of Yom Kippur, the Chazal, all the confessions of Yom Kippur, Shem People confess, Tiavnu, He takes uh, these two words, Sararnu, Tiavnu. He says, what's all this about? If somebody believes that self-esteem is a good thing and they come to a shul on Yom Kippur, it's like a thousand people get up we steal, we lied, we betrayed, we, we, we we're, were abominable, we went astray. And we don't stop. We're celebrating also. Right? It's like a little, he says, what is it? People are humbling themselves, and it's, it's, it's really meant to be a very vulnerable experience of identifying all those broken parts within ourselves, where we are causing ourselves to become distant from our true self. Don't think this is about negativity. <clears throat> this actually creates a thirst and a love to be closer. It's never about breaking the person and saying, God hates you. That's the yesoide here. The moment you start believing he's rejecting you, this has nothing to do with uh, then you're already in a whole different story. This is all as a chelik of the relationship to be able to see what's disturbing the relationship. This brings a person to be able to experience mm-hmm. of that's the hug of the sukkah. Yayaim Kippur is the culmination of smile. whose smile? Your own smile being doicha. That's the preparation. Once you're done with Yom Kippur, Be'emes, you can experience the hug. Now, when I hug you, you could you could relax, say, "Wow, this is good stuff. This is where I belong. This is where I am." And it's not, and you're not separating. We're not separating again. That's what the chibuk is. It's not just a communication. I talk to you. It's a way that you feel inseparable from me, and I feel inseparable from you. You mean I feel the relationship is one where. He won't let me leave, and I won't. And, and I won't leave. as he said, And as he says in other maimorim, he brings from the arizal, which he's also referring to here, obviously that the sukkah is that chibuk. The arizal even says we spoke a few times about it. It says in gemara that the Halachin sukkah d'avov stayim kill chasan vashlishes afilu tefach. Two walls complete, and the third one a tefach. You have a sukkah four walls samach chaf he, right. The says, samach is four walls, chaf is three walls, and hey is two walls with a tefach. So the Arizal explains, because yimine is sukkus. What's to If I take my right arm and I put it around you, I hug you. So fascinating, the Arizal says, you remember, yeah, there's three parts. This from the shoulder till the elbow, the elbow till the wrist, and then the hand itself. So he says, if somebody embraces me with his right arm, so basically there's one wall that extends through my waist, through the waist, right? if I'm hugging you the waist, and then there's the long part of the arm, the second wall that covers the entire back, and then your hand makes a left and comes on the other side, which is Hashlishis Afilu Literally, the halachic suha is a graphic illustration of the divine hug. We want a big hug. So we do four walls. You want a big hug. Is From all four sides, I hug you. But the concept of Yeminet Chabkaini, that's the concept of Sukkah. So the halachas of Sukkah in Nigla reflect the spiritual dynamics of Sukkah, which is basically a hug. That's why Jews feel emotionally comfortable in a Sukkah. There's something in the Sukkah, there's a very powerful energy. So there's a, it's a mitzvah to sit in a Sukkah. You make a brachalash of a But being in a Sukkah, consciously and unconsciously is literally being in a hug, being in an embrace. And it's a very wonderful position. A baby, an infant, you know, they just love to sit and mommy or tati embraces and they just rock back and forth and there's a a security and a confidence that the world is a safe place. That security is what the Chibok represents. I'll always be here for you and protect you and you're always with me. That's the energy that the Sukkah sukkah conveys. Vazakstum. Lataza, yeah. yeah. Yimkippur is the vulnerability to be able to experience the hug. Even if you do nothing, Yimkippur sukkah still comes. But we're talking about experiencing it.
0: So what, what, what are we docha when, when we take the smoke t- into our rosh into Omer Kachshava, and we're docha mi madre gosi shahi machzik? What are
1: we being docha? I'm challenging to see what are those elements in my life, whether in machshava, dibur, or maseh, that are distancing me. From Hashem. Like he says before, In other words, I basically, he's not getting very detailed the graphic because it's called every person in his life. But he's basically looking, what's distancing him, huh? You said fear of
0: betrayal. What is the fear of betrayal from Hashem?
1: What did I say? I don't remember. Fear,
0: fear of betrayal. People do smoke the because they don't want to go not so easy well
1: w- you're asking something what's your Shiloh? what did you explain before what did you just ask? I was explaining that without the Smoyle one will not be able to experience the Amenity because there's a distance Push away the
0: distance? This is
1: within relationships, there could be a fear of betrayal. You've been betrayed, so it's hard to love again. Where were you betrayed from Hashem? Is that your question? Well, you weren't really, but a person can experience that. A people's relationships with Hashem is sometimes very, very complicated.
0: Is it because you reflected the way you experience love in other ways?
1: It could be it's that, or it could be life's experiences. Does or it could be what you were told or it could be your own story or it could be simply a person's behavior is in a way that's full of richuk so, what does it mean to
0: be? so if I
1: I was in a particular place in life I have to be able to have the courage to challenge that to push myself off that step to humble myself and say you know what Maybe I'm feeding myself with ideas that are completely dysfunctional. So basically I'm pushing myself from the stand where I am on. I'm here, secure, I don't want to move. It's a very, it's a very vulnerable experience where you're opening yourself up to the fact that perhaps there were many mistakes. Maybe everything is like misinterpreted by me. So he says, V'zeu now we understand what Zeret Tzedakah is Matzmeich means. Why? Ki hinei Knesset Yisrael nekraz b'shem Tzedakah, Hashem ha-Pasach b'shdakah t'kainoni. israel, Yisrael, the community of Israel, is called Tzedakah. The Pesach says in Yeshaya, b'shdakah t'kainoni, through Tzedakah, through charity, through righteousness, you will be established. So Knesset Yisrael is called Tzedakah through tzedakah you will be established. Tzedakah te V'gam kolos Yisrael amata, mele'ye mitzvah tzedakah v'chesed. Tzedakah is the key of Knesset Yisrael. Also, when you look at the Jewish people down here, Knesset Yisrael is all the souls up there. You look at the Jewish people down there, interesting line, it's filled with tzedakah and chesed. The story of the Jewish people is filled with endless tzedakah and chesed by Jews. Obaser simet tzedakah v'bechina Aserisim eitshuve Jews plant zoyrei tzdakas Jewish people are called tzdaka. Aserisim eitshuve they're planted. What pshat? Kemoi hagarden shezoyen sarich lizroy al gabey ofer shenecher shetif. Mashen can offer kasha loyizarav al oyitzmach baclau. Take a seed and try to plant it. You need one clau. The earth must be toiled, tilled, plowed well. If you take offer kasha hard soil you'll plant seeds from hindus morgan nothing will plant be planted. nothing will grow the says in Plowing merafi are it weakens the earth; it shakes up the earth. So he says, all the tztaka chesed mitzvahs that we do our whole the whole year, including aseret shemaytshuva, for it to get planted and for it to produce peris lamayla, it needs one one thing: chrisa. What's chrisa? Chrisa is the earth gets shaken up; the earth gets plowed. That's what we're talking about aseret where the earth. Everything gets shaken up. The earth gets humbled. <coughs> to be able to have this powerful relationship, I have to be able to plow my own earth. If I'm not going to plow my own earth, I did tzedakah. I am tzedakah. I give tzedakah. Jews tzedakah. Jew tzedakah. Jews give tzedakah, but it wasn't planted. <laughs> this is not just a an idea in Ruchnius. You see it practically by people who do tzedakah. Real giving only comes when you're humble like earth. When you live with a sense of pompousness, of arrogance, you'll give leftovers. You have some leftovers, you'll give it away. For a person to really shear his toil, his effort, his life, for this, a person has to be able to challenge, to humble, the taivess by the addictions of his heart that come from his arrogance. Can you really feel similar to the person who needs to receive from you? The famous expression in Gemara Why do you think that your blood is more red than another person's blood? you have what to eat and drink and everything else and this poor man has nothing my what's the difference between you and him does it really does it really make sense what makes you deserve to have so much and this person has nothing <coughs> that experience can only come when a person lives in a state of when they have the courage to plow the earth When a person sits on this pedestal that's untouchable, so the zdaka is never zireyat zdakas. And therefore it affects the nature of giving, how much you give, who you give to, how you give to, because it's basically I'm throwing away the extra bones. I throw it away. I want to be a kind person. Real zdaka is about empathy. Real zdaka is about really shearing, experiencing the plight of another human being, shearing with the other person. That only comes from a very deep humility, Why is it that in life I deserve to be here and you have nothing and it's right, it's just? So we all have justifications for it in our own lives, right? We have wonderful excuses. One excuse is if he would work as hard as me and and this. this. But uh, we're not talking about a situation. We're talking about a real situation. The fact that in life there's different levels. People work hard and they struggle, etc. This is a concept of Zeraya, that there has to be Chirisha, for the seeds to go in. <speaking> in <Hebrew> Through this, this. <speaking in Hebrew> the tzdaka gets planted. And without planting, there's no growth, there's no produce. <speaking in Hebrew> you have four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Yom Kippur is the ultimate time of Zoreya in plowed earth. The next four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot is the beginning of the growth. At she be yeom rishin shalchaga Sukkos nigdal v'nitzmach p'chines avroom, the shpizin of the first day of Sukkot chesed el yom p'chines v'yem minoitech apkei hama. Zeirei atzdokos <laughs> <laughs> is aserisim e tshu v'yom kippur. Matzmiach yeshu is that Sukkos. Smoylei tachos l'roishi is zeirei atzdokos because you need plant you need to plant an earth that's plowed. Earth that's shaken up. Earth that's challenged. The earth is here and it gets completely turned over. And it goes up there and it says, excuse me, this is my earth. You'll never be able to produce what you could produce. Your inner potential will never come out if you don't get plowed. The earth says, leave me alone, I'm fine. You'll remain tough and harsh and nothing can be planted in you, nothing. So Jews are stuck They are tzedakah. They give stuck They're called tzedakah but the Tzedakah has to be zireh. The Zerayah. For the Tzedakah to be planted, you need to shake up the earth. Real Tzedakah, real giving, real love, always comes from challenging my pompousness, my arrogance. And an avoida also, that's the avoid of the Viduyim of Yom Kippur, and then after Yom Kippur it starts growing. Yom Kippur, I mean, that's after Yom Kippur. Sukkus sukkus is Nigdal V'Nitzmach. It grow. It 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 sprout. It came out of the earth. What's the first day of Sukkot? The union of Avram. Chesed. Yemin. Yemin et Vagam pchinas amaylas Avram. Why they shama off of the afer? The whole union of Avram. He says, what was the mail of Avram? He know was a nice man. This is the nice people. Avram says off of the afer. I am earth. The high nupchinas offer shazayrin by kama. Avram Avinu, ofer Avram Avinu said a offer. He feels like earth where you could plant seeds. That was the mile of Avram. Avram wasn't just a nice person. Avram was in the beginning of offer, an offer that lets itself be plowed. That's where Sedaqa came from him. In other words, Avram Avinu didn't come because he had extra and he wanted an honor and why not throw it away so you feel good about yourself. Avram Avinu's soul was one that was interconnected with humanity. Organically interconnected. That's a whole different type of tzedakah. It's a tzedakah that permeates the whole person's shalom. It's a different nekudah. You're a shearing, you're a person of love. It's not just you throw love, you know, you have some extra, why not? Why not? Big deal. You throw a couple of bones for the dogs. By the shmonger's board they go to the garbage. Rather the person really shears. So he finishes, he says Vizahu. Vezel matsmiach Yeshuas. That's pshat matsmiach Yeshuas. What's Yeshuas? Hu al derech mashakasu haishia yemincha. The pasuk says in Tehillim, haishia yemincha. Literally, it means let your right arm help us. Haishia yemincha va'neini. Right? Because yemin is yemin mekeres. He teiches here a little. He says kehinekshiv. The pasuk says in Eicha, the korban heshiv ocher yeminai. Meaning he took his right arm and he turned it back. So it means he didn't get. The Balatanya Tychas Shaphinas Chasidva Yemin Mullubachina Sahira and Dvarim Khitsanin the Tsarakloi Shia Yodai Lakzer Locklay Shia Yodai Loi Lakzer Lagdusha. Everyone has Yemin, that's your love. But sometimes Hey Shiv Acha Yeminh. My love is used, it's manipulated. It's being used for backwards things, meanings for things that are pchinas achirayim. What's achirayim? Everything has khiyas from Hashem. But some things you give from your face, meaning you're involved enthusiastically. You throw over your back things you're not interested in. So all clipper, all unholiness also gets chiyos from Hashem, but it's called achirayim. It receives its unique it's nurture from the hind part of elikos. So there's no active relationship. It's like passive-aggressive relationship. So Heishev Acher Yemina means that your Yemin is put into B'chinas Acherayim, Dvarim Chitzrayim, so you have to help it to come back to Kedusha. That's what happens. Heishev Acher Yemina. Now there's a long, long, uh, long, long Chatzayi here. A very long Chatzayi ribua. But I want to I want to get to the point. It's Mamashah with Yemini Techapkeni and Sukkos. But I want to read to you after, it's, it's like a long, a very long footnote from the Tzamach that goes almost a whole page. You see? Until on the other, an Ayin Tess, Ahmed Bez, in the middle of the page, the line starts, Ba'ezri, V'zehu Amru Razal Mitzvah L'Havim I do from the brackets, however, just want to point out three lines, because people are, sometimes find it a little uh, startling when I speak about the hug of sukkah, so just you'll see here all the makaitas for it. If you look, one, two, three, four, five, five lines from the top. I intessum at base. This is a Haggav from the Tzamach Tzedek on the Maimer. He says, Yeminot techapkeni the Zau inyan has sukkah, alpimashikosu be chayim, that reason. Shar chaga sukkah's perig dalad, the Tfonois has sukkah, shtaim kilchoson or shlishes of Philotefak, Zau alderach gimel pirke yad yamin the three sections of the right arm, <speaking> <mesma> That's the Zor's with the Balatanya, the tzuki, After the Chatzoi ribuah, Ah, this was all the Hakdama. Remember, to the fire. You have to bring the fire from the head yet. What V'opshat pirush, hediyot. The fire has to come from the Hedget in you, from the Hediotius in you, from the, the lowliness in you. When a person will become a master of Cheshben, it doesn't mean you have a master in mathematics, it means you become a master in accounting, personal accounting. Kol all the head yeah, it's part of the, the people, all the parts of the person that cause pain thoughts, words, and actions throughout his life that distanced him from his divine truth you have to be able to acknowledge those things in you that have caused a lot of pain because they seem disgusting, they seem abominable. So you would think the way of dealing with it is, it doesn't exist. He says, no, no, no. If you want the fire, you have to go to those places. There comes a point you look at certain things in your life and you're disgusted with it. You're horrified. You want to run away. He says, you the frustration, the only way you can have the heavenly fire, which is the real ava that exists in you, the iminent is mitzvah in a Meaning, what does this mean? It means we all have, in our person, a very practical level. We all have in our in our life different parts. We have parts that we write in our resume. If I want to be hired by you and I give you a curriculum vitae, right? so what do I write about? I write about <coughs> my talents, my milas, my kishrenas, my achievements, my accomplishments. Fine. Then we have in a better, deeper relationship, not just for a job. You're talking to somebody, you want to express in- nice things about you, interesting stuff. yeah? You, <laughs> but then there's something else. There's the hediyat part. The hediyat means the parts that nobody wants to look at. (laughs) You're not going to sell this. This is not a selling point. This is the the tzabrachinkite of the person. Whatever is not working, whatever is malfunctioning. In Oasis of Chzidus, it's the point where the person may have dedicated years of thoughts, words, and actions that completely distance them from their own God, from their own truth, from their own soul. It's not even a question if it's B'meizit or B'shayka But much of their life, they were living in that orbit. And when you look at it, you sometimes see disgusting things. It's meshuk, it's, it's petty, it's ridiculous, it's babyish. It's Who wants to go there? You don't want to go there. I should sit with you and tell you about these things. They're petty, they're stupid, sometimes they're ugly, they're grotesque, they're weird, they're strange. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? It's very, very humbling. So here's the big thing. Mitzvah in yet. There's no way to get... To the fire from above, which means the real love that's in you from above, if you don't create an Eish minahedit. What's up The hediyotis creates a fire. <coughs> How does the hediyotis create a fire? That's void of smoletachas The of smoletachas is that I can acknowledge it all, and I bring all of that into the relationship. All of that comes into my relationship with God, everything of it. It all becomes present in the relationship. I bring into the connection all parts of myself. There's no part that I mutilate, that I cut off, that I reject, that I that I that I destroy, that I make believe it doesn't exist. Making believe it doesn't exist doesn't make it go away, just makes it exist in a much more powerful way. Hare moli vushu there's an unbelievable kli here, but I have to be able to see everything that's in the kli, and by doing that, I can actually not be defined by it. It actually doesn't trap me. That's the smoyloitachas l'roshi, the zoreyatz dokos, the l'hoverim in a that creates such. It creates pain. There's a lot of pain there, and the person screams out from that pain. Batsarla. That's the Hachanah. For the gilu of the Eishal Mayla. Why can't you jump straight to the Eishal Maila? Why? Because all these things are there and they will never allow you to experience the love. It's just by denying them, they exist in a more powerful way. Because now unconsciously they completely control you. And they don't allow you to experience the love. So you have to go into that place of hedyat <coughs> You have to be able to bring it out. You have to be able to see the ri, and it's a very humbling experience. It's, pl- it's plowing your whole field. The whole field gets shaken up. You ever saw a plow. You ever saw a plow. The whole field gets shaken up. It's insane. You almost feel there's nothing left to you. <laughs> you had a beautiful, you had a beautiful field. <laughs> and there's nothing left. The earth is all over the place. You're like one huge mess, right? That's that. That's the that, that's the idea. That's where the tzedakah has to be planted, and then you have matsmicha Yeshuas. In the calendar, this is Yom Kippur, Aseres Yom versus Sukkot. Yeshoshani Yom Kippur, Aseres Yom the, the vidui is the smile atachas l'raya. shamnu ta'avnu, etc. The yeminay techapkeli of the sukkah, the pcheinav Avram who said anoichiy of The sukk between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, it starts growing. Yom Kippur is the plowing. It works fast. The seasons work fast here. It gets plowed and sukkus, sukkus it emerges, the love can emerge. The Yemenit which is the Aisha Maila, the Eshala Maila that emerges on the Mizbeach, the heavenly fire, which is the tremendous love that there is. And when the love comes out, you see everything else was tam. Uh, it was there, but it's not, uh, it was there. The part of life is that we bring to God our pettiness too. Tomorrow morning there'll be a Shia. Tomorrow morning we have to get to the water. The first Paduk is fire. The second paydock is the earthly fire. The third Paduk is the water. So tomorrow there'll be a Shia. We're going to learn. I think we can finish it in the Mayimar. We're going to try to finish tomorrow the Mayimar. Because it's a very long bracket. It's not it's not so much longer. What's the time? 7 o'clock. Seven o'clock tomorrow we're gonna to learn Blinada and finish the Myanmar. No, oh, yeah. no, we finished the Gemara. we have to What's get a numer. When you when you clean up your house. And you, you start fluttering. I can't
0: believe I kept this. I can't believe and know years and years of stuff. Your mom is throwing out. At the end of the day, it's all out of the curve. You say, what are the neighbors going to think? Your whole house is out of the curve. The boxes. up. And for years and years, you're just, Mamesh, Very good. It, you're from having a, a Simcha Sachayim. You know, Amor. And everything is out of I, I can't, I can't, I can't throw it out of it. Very good. It's Mammish the same livery he
1: Dikas Hametz.
0: But he seems to be saying two see. I can look at his words carefully. One, in, in terms of uh, the, the Zoraya, one is that when you're yourself, when you do the bitual work of a make sure uh, you're being given a different way. Not just in much sorrows, but you give. But also, he says that what you did the whole year round is only going to. Yeah. Which is a tremendous musr. means I give stuck a time. It's an act of stucca, but only does it really take root during, after the harisha. The takes so it root sure. through the harisha of so like a muster. The tzadka takes root
1: through the harisha of everything? Main... One second, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining
1: us. Come tomorrow. We're going to yeah. learn at seven. Yeah.
0: The Christian has to have a core
1: from where it has the causes to, to, to destroy it. That's uh, the the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like literally, we plow a field when we know that we could plant it and it can grow. I'm saying just like in Gashmias, you, you'll only plow your field when you know that you could plant it and it will you grow. This idea is very important. Because uh, people start the I see my People start to a If they have them a
0: car, then they can start. Right. Very if you hand, you said the hand, hand is uh, the three walls. What's the scar
1: Sach is if you allow yourself to be um, smaller, so someone can put it the head over
0: you. To zone, yeah. Yeah. It can't you know. No. Yeah, but that's what I thought. But I can. If you this, your love so is smaller than the other person, the,
1: the hin- other person. represents the concept that beyond the hug, there's a love that's higher that you can't feel in the hug. It's a much deeper that's
0: love but <coughs> well, that's a me? whole other What's thing this class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net please help us continue the classes make even a small contribution at ww.theyeshiva.net slash donate